Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. So today we have a special guest and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Do you want to introduce yourself, ma'am? Yes, hi. Um, my name is Dr. Claire Vines and I am, um, I work in clinical psychology and um, specialized in uh, trauma-focused psychotherapy and uh, marriage and family therapy, all the therapeutic processing awesome. <laughs> that is needed. Awesome. And yeah. may I ask, um, uh, for the listeners out there, I truly believe that if you need any type of help with um, anything that you're going through, please hit up um, um, uh, this special lady right here. Uh, may I ask uh, where are you located so or what, how we can contact you? So if our audience ever need uh, a help or anything like that? Yes, I'm located uh, in the Palm Desert, Palm Springs area. I'm in Rancho Mirage. Okay. And um, if you look me up under Counseling Psychology on Google, there I am. Perfect. That's <laughs> how I found her. She's great. Claire Vines, V-I-N-E-S. And um, you have the numbers. Correct. Correct. Okay. So we're going to jump in it because I know she's a busy woman and she has things to do. <laughs> so straight to the questions. Okay. How is it that we are seeing a rise on mental health today? Mm. A rise on mental health. A mental health um, as far as individuals seeking an improved life or... Is that what you're asking me? Correct. Yes. Anything to improve the way of thinking that would change their minds. And yeah. Well, I think um, clearly COVID was um, and is um, individuals for years, we know, were encouraged, almost forced to stay in the house. And so it gave individuals and couples in the home a different perspective of one another and ways to communicate, improve communication. And, um, you know, it, for example, couples and families, people go out, they go to work, they go to school, they visit friends, they go to restaurants. Um, and so when, once you keep an active life, it self-validating and so for a, a good year it was um covid was really affected everyone who had to stay in the home learn to communicate better and improve their uh, skills. Right. I totally agree with you on that one. COVID hit a lot of us and being isolated did not help. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so next question. Um, what is the difference between personality disorder and mental disorder? Can you name a few or, or are they common? Okay, so a personality disorder uh, is recognized. Um, an individual is born with certain personality. Some call them disorders. Some call them part of your personality traits. <laughs> If, if that personality trait is to an extreme and it's negative, then it's considered a disorder. But you, the difference is, one, you're basically born or you develop with. A mood disorder has to do with your environment. So one is more nurture, the other one is more nature. Mm. I would say personality disorder is more nature. A mood disorder is more nurture if you've suffered if you've had a bad childhood, if you've had a negative, um, something impacted you in your life, it's going to affect and alter your moods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Positive or to the negative, depending on the experience. Mm, okay. All right. So an, an individual would come in and say, you know, I'm in the grieving process and I'm going through depression. And then, of course, that increases anxiety when people can't figure out why they're depressed and then it becomes um, they become anxious trying to figure out um, which is you know then they come to me or seek therapeutic help okay 
Interesting. Okay, so they are little. Uh, they are completely different. Interesting. Okay, my my third question: What are, what are the underlying issues that causes a person to have mental health? Is it genetics or environmental or both? Well, again, um, as I was saying, the mood disorders are um, environmental. Um, but then you have to have the foundation, I suppose. A personality disorder is more of a, is more of your nature. Okay. Um, and then a mood disorder, uh, you one can be withdrawn, one can be aggressive, one hasn't um, been able to externalize their emotions. Um, and so it can develop into anger or, or de again, depression, anxiety. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. So same, it still has to do with personality disorders or mood disorders. Okay. So when that's what is called mood disorders. Mood disorders would be, yes, dissociation, um, all the moods that one experiences, all the emotions, um, from frustration to aggression to all the moods one can think of um, those would be worked on um, and hopefully um, you know help help back to a good life a looking forward to the next day positive goals all that has to do with the moods versus the personality disorders uh, would be bipolar, would be borderline, would be narcissism, would be reverse narcissism, his, uh, histrionic, that's a, that's a personality disorder. Really? Um, so there, there, are, there are distinctions between the two. Wow. I thought it was all combined together, so I didn't know it was two different things. Wowzers. Well, the personality disorders, in, in this day, the personality disorders will influence and affect your moods as well. Okay. Um, but there is a distinction uh, if you're going to dissect the differentiation, you know. Yeah. If, if, if your mood is negative, can that um, lead to um, sense, uh, substance abuse or addiction? If your mood is negative, yeah, like uh, what if you yeah. if if the mental is ill, uh, mental illness is are they prone to develop substance abuse or addiction? Can it go that far? Yes. Really. Um. Yes. If. Yes, the answer is yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's substance and um, and then of course once. The individual realizes that self-medicating doesn't improve their contentment or their happiness in life, then hopefully they find other options to find balance mm. in their emotional world and their internal... Their, but the, the, tr the key is for a human being to find balance between their internal self and their external self. Okay. Um, or, or else, if, if somebody wasn't figured out their internal self, externally they'll go to extremes, whether it's with substance or foods or um, d relationships or... Um, the externalizing, they'll be searching for validation. Okay. Because um, they haven't figured out their internal world yet. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um, next question. Is there a link to mental illness to homeless or suicide? Uh, in some. Oh, okay. And in, and in others, not. Um, they have done, they have questioned individuals who live um, without having a home and some find or have found a way to appreciate that sense of freedom for them 
and uh, young people who run away from home because they perhaps had mistreatment in the home, mm-hmm. they will run away. Some will end up um, without a home, and some will seek shelter and um, positivity to become more independent versus dependent on negative role models, if you will. Yeah, unfortunately, we have a lot of, you know, of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so can a major mental illness be treated, such as, like, like for example, I cannot pronounce this word, but sacrophenia? <laughs> I know I'm killing that word. Yeah, but, yeah, schizophrenia um, is, can be treated um, usually more effective it's usually more effective with medication. Okay. Um, the combination of medication and the therapy process. Um, and it depends to the extreme. Um, an individual who suffers with schizophrenia, schizophrenic um, traits, for example, are known to write on the walls and, and, and write... Uh, rebellious, if you will, and lots of homelessness um, because there's either rejection at home and there's no financial ability to put the individual in a facility, and so um, it's very complicated and and sad. Yeah, it sounds like it. I've read a little bit of it and I was just mind blown for the things that a lot of people go through. I didn't know. Yeah. And thankfully there are medications and thankfully um there are services um if one qualifies as we know where they will assist uh the need the people in need. Um there's not enough of it, sadly, but, wow. but we're trying. We're, we're trying. Yeah. Thankfully, you guys are there. Like little guardian angels. Thank you for that. Um, okay. So, um, I'm sorry. You were going to say something? As you, you sound like you are a guardian angel yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> I'll take yeah. that as a compliment. Okay. So and my next question, as society, including myself, I'm not very knowledgeable with book smarts regarding this, but as a society, how can we help people with mental illness or we're going through all of this type of traumas or things like that? As a society? Yes. Um, well, again, it starts with, you know, it takes one individual to create a society and then the society controls us. Mm. Uh, there, there, there's a need, there's an, an additional need for facilities. Um, there, there are facilities who will, but very, very few. Um, and then some of the facilities, there are a lot of uh, women, for example, who have um, children we, we need a lot more volunteers, a lot more donations, a lot more um, housing. And, you know, the finances are, are out there. Um, it's just not, it needs to be a bigger focus. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a focus more on humanity, um, human need, again, emotionality. And, you know, once, once, because everything is so expensive, and, you know, for example, I would open a facility for for individuals who struggle or homelessness. I don't have the funds, and people who have the funds perhaps ought to do more. I don't know. I don't want to judge, but um, it's all about money. (laughs) Basically, yeah, that's what keeps it going. I totally understand. Um, it's how, what can, uh, so my last question, cause I know you we're running out of time. Um, 
for my last question, how can we encourage someone who is going through some hardship right now, mentally or emotionally or whatever they're going through? How can we encourage them to seek help? The there has been up until I would say I'm thinking back um, on my uh, book learnings back in the up in the seventies. Um, they mental uh, disorders um, began to to be recognized and uh, more and more therapists and psychologists were um, acknowledged and were um, encouraged to assist others Mm -hmm. uh, in need and in help. Where prior to 1970, Psychotherapy, psychology um, was not looked, was a little, kind of looked, I don't want to say looked down upon, but, you know, if somebody had needed someone to speak to, they would talk to a friend or they would talk to their pastor or they would talk to their rabbi, mm-hmm. which they still do now, um, because people didn't really believe in the process. Mm, okay. Um, and now it's more with so many studies and so many case studies um, realizing that um, it's very effective. People need people. People need people to listen. People need other perspectives and other points of views. And um, they need to be heard and to acknowledged and validated. And that's one of the things that sometimes we miss as human beings. <laughs> Correct. I totally agree with you on that one. I like that. Okay, so um, do you want to give us any advice before we le- I let you go? I think the advice to not overreact. Okay. Um, it, life is a cycle, and if there were if there was no tra- if there was no trauma or no negativity in this world, then there would be no positivity. There's not one without the other. And I think that uh, if one thinks of remaining positive or if they're faced with a negative uh, encounter or experience, to pause and instead of just acting or reacting because there's cause and effect and uh, just to pause, if you pause for three seconds and you breathe, your thought process is slowed down and you can think better of a solution right sorry i drift off but no you're good that was awesome that's like you're you're teaching us right there in in the little section (laughs) thank you so i think positivity um and it's tricky to think positive when you one has had a negative experience so that's kind of the work to chill out to understand that we're all in the same uh, boat, if you will, as humanity is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I agree. All right. Thank you so much for answering my questions. Um, I'll be right back, guys. Hey guys, welcome back. Okay, so this is the second segment of this episode. Um, I have my guest. You want to introduce yourself? Yay! Okay, so the first segment, it was more psychological, more of that. Today is going to be a little bit of mixture of, uh, uh, how do you say, like, therapy, uh uh-huh, and also a little bit of spirituality. We're going to mix it up a little bit over here. Okay, so I'm going to jump into it. Okay, so um, I I did a little Google, right, and I just wanted to know the difference between mental health and mental illness, and there are two different things. Okay, so mental health, what we're talking about right now, um, includes our emotional, uh, psychological, social well-being that affects how we think, feel, and act. Does that sound right? Yes, I did my research, guys. Come on now. Um, And then, so I'm going to jump into this one, uh, a verse that I found connecting to um, uh, mental health, which is in 2 Timothy 1.7, and it's basically telling you be anxious for nothing, you know, cast your cares, right? And I saw that in the Bible, um, it talks about fear 365 times, 
So that's how important uh, mental uh, health it, it is. Because I I don't know if I'm wrong, but I think that um, our usually our emotions get negative when we're fearing. Like I feel like fear is the root of everything. So, but I don't know. What do you think, Analia? Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of underlying issues that go with it okay. um, more than just feeling fear. I think there's a little bit more sometimes. Okay. Um, you know, like um, when someone has psycholo- psychological psychological issues, um, it really kind of it's more like biology. It's more okay. Like, it stems more from you know genes, uh, mm. sometimes nurture, okay. like or nature. So it's both. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe more of what you're talking about. Okay. About feeling and feeling fears uh-huh. and um, things that have been problems in the past as a child mm-hmm. that are presenting now in, in personality disorder. Yeah. As a child. Right. Okay. Thank you. I like that because, you know, sometimes I could go one way, but there's other ways. There's different angles to this. Yeah. Especially mental health, I feel like there's so many angles of it. It's just not one specific way. It's very complicated. It is. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people just don't understand it and they mm-hmm. just kind of give up and move on. Right. Which we have to do more research. And yeah. We have to do more of studies of how we can treat, how we can, you know, just know where really it comes from. Right. Do you, I'm going to jump into this. Uh, this was supposed to be the um, the last question, but I'm just going to jump in because you, you know, said something right now that I just was like, you know, just jump into this one. In 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 a sense, do you think we all go through it? Uh, if so, why is it uh, like a stigma? Like, why it, like mental health sees people think like, oh no, there's nothing wrong with me. But I think we all go through it. You know what? I think in some levels we all kind of go through it. Yeah. Um, you know when people are having some really hard issues, or maybe some sometimes like when someone goes through a childhood trauma, mm. and at the time it doesn't present, but then they can you can see the issues when they become adults and they have relationships. Right. Um, and, and sometimes they realize that how they were treated as a child, it's not necessarily how it's really someone needs to be a child. And so they present like some type of either depression, anxiety, or okay. whatever they're feeling and, and, and it attacks out. Okay. Um, you know, even like eating disorders, like anything that has to do with something that went through trauma or maybe something that, you know, they didn't have a father growing up or a mother growing up or, you know, it could be death in the family, mm-hmm. it could be uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, whatever that happened in, in their as a child, mm-hmm. it really does affect their development. Mm-hmm. It's like a disruption. Yeah. It disrupts the childhood, it disrupts the, the, the development. Yeah. And so therefore, it's not ever going to be how it, it should. Yeah. And it's going to develop something either, you know, sometimes there's people who like overachievers, they try right. their best. Yeah. They want to hide what happened to them when mm. they were young. Yeah. So, I mean, it can manifest in many different directions. Right. It's because it's when you're growing up, I feel like your your brain is like sponges. Mm-hmm. So everything you take in, it's developing you. Mm-hmm. It's creating you. Like um, uh, when I was taking uh, those classes for ECE classes, mm-hmm. uh, the professor said it takes a village to raise a child. Because it's not just at home, it's also your neighborhood, your friends, your cousins, and all that stuff. It's building you up. So that makes sense. I yeah. get it. I get it. Okay. So, um, okay, so it kind of, this relates to the first question, actually. How does it start? So it basically starts, you know, as a child and stuff like that. Well, it, it, it kind of does start as a child, but when there's any psychological issues, the onset of that usually is like uh, teens. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that's kind of like when you start to see like signs, um, and it, it is actually more so with males than it is with females. Really? Yeah, I think I've read somewhere where it's more uh, on 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 males, um, and it, and I guess again the onset of that starts in your like uh, teens or early twenties. Now we're talking more about autistic or those kind of situations. You 
right, right. That early? Yeah, you can start seeing some signs of that. Now, it's very pre-K because that's when they're going through a lot. Okay. A lot of emotions. They're they're going through puberty. So it's a very awkward stage. Right, yeah. And so you have to, you know, when parents have to really look out to, you know, the difference between when someone's growing up and maturing and they see their purity or when someone's really battling the anxiety and the depression. Mm. Um, When you see a child that, Yeah. Um, and also, you have to like also eliminate other scenarios. What ha- happened? Yeah. Did they, did they go through something? Did they witness something? Did they, you know, did someone pass away? Did they change schools? They just have to be very mindful also of the person that's around that child. Do you think that's why there's a lot of suicidals in teens? You know what? You know, uh, it, the the increase of the rate of suicide in teens has increased. Really. Yeah. I don't, I, I want to blame it on that because nowadays, or maybe no, maybe maybe you just are known more now that I don't know. I, I'm not too sure, but I feel like we have a perception of a way that quote unquote has to live life. Mm-hmm. And so people put that pressure because when you see media, everything has to be the, the best foot forward. But I've noticed that in media, a lot of people are more easy to attack another person. Yeah. Because behind social media, everybody feels like they are entitled to say negative things yeah. because you cannot get confronted with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's easier to badger someone mm-hmm. to the point that they want to kill themselves. I mean, I heard a lot of stories about that. Be really nasty, mean, really dude. And, someone and, just- and it's not, it could be a, a group of people. Yeah. And it's crazy how it's going on right now. It's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, which we're going to do an episode about social media. I am so looking to, uh, over that. I'm going to make, because I'm getting tired of how social media's platform has really controlled us that is affecting us in a negative way. So, yeah, I'm glad we're bringing that topic in. Yeah, which I'm going to take care of it. Um, okay, what can we do to help? When we see someone going through this type of things, what is your recommendation for us? Because sometimes they're not going to tell you, hey, I'm going through something. We need to look at the signs. We need to look at things. Like, how can we help? Well, this is where I, I mix in the, the spirituality okay. and the and, and psychology. Okay. So when someone is presenting, like, some issues of mental illness, those are sometimes the more vulnerable. Mm. And sometimes when they're more vulnerable, they're, you know, they're curious to be, like, not kind of weak or I should say more. Wounded? Um, Broken? Broken or vulnerable. So that's sometimes when the enemy can come in mm-hmm. and really take advantage of that. Take advantage mm-hmm. of it, manipulate, you know, say things because they're they're a little bit more susceptible to hearing things. And they're a little more in touch with the um, you know, spiritual world. Right. Yeah. So it could go either way. And when someone is suffering from mental illness, um, I feel like they're they're more more likely to go full on into that direction. So it really sucks them, like sucks it them really in. It does, because one thing I noticed with people with uh, co-occurring um, disorders is that they have other symptoms, other issues. Like, mm-hmm. for example, they have depression, they're more likely to have an eating disorder, or more oh, likely wow. to have a addiction with alcohol and drugs. Um, so it, it, it staggers. Right. And it adds more. Because yeah. Yeah, why are they going to, why, doing that? Why is there so many issues and, and why, you know, it's addiction, there's mental illness, there's depression, anxiety, and there's so many different types. And, and the bottom line is to feel like a 
Instead of just saying, oh, you guys are weak. All oh, this society yeah. is so weak. Exactly. Instead of saying that that's a mental illness or weakness, uh, we have to really just understand what, what's happening. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of OGs, and I, I get it, you know, but I I feel like it's always been here, but people knew how to hide it back then yeah. because they had no other choice. And right now, everybody's saying, well, everybody's so weak. Everybody's uh, sensitive, but... I think it's always been there. It's just that people are not hiding it anymore. Yeah. People are, are, are putting light to it that, hey, it's been here. That's why our society is broken because yeah. it's always been there. Yeah. And now that we're not hiding it, we're trying to find a solution. You know, so uh, I, I don't know if you agree with that. So we shine it down like Yeah. So we, we kinda like do our best to kinda hide it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a big problem. That's yeah. a big problem that we do that and I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes we do things like oh god, what did I say? What people think it's right. so embarrassing. Yeah. But and it's really important to really just say, Hey, this is my own, this is serious. Mm-hmm. They have no control over that. Yeah. Yeah, because I know that even I myself have spiritualness. Uh, I try to see God every day, right? I, I read the Bible and everything, but I do tend to get attacked in the mind a lot, you know, and, and that can control my emotion, my day. So this is why I'm like, if I get attacked, if I think that way, I could just imagine how someone who doesn't know the word of God or who doesn't have the wisdom of like friends, like my relatives, like you who know about this, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have no information. Yeah. So I could just imagine what they're going through. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So let me jump to the next question. Okay. So the next question is, what do you, what is your opinion or your professional opinion about what happened to Robin, uh, Robin William? He has the fame. Everybody loves him. Everybody was there for him, but he, he hide it so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, it's like, it amazes me. También ese guy que se mató, el, el, who travels the world. I used to watch him. Ah, what's Uh huh. I forgot his name. I, I don't know. I forgot his name, but I used to watch him all the time back then. And the, when he died, I was like, what? He was living the life. Like he was, yeah. He talked about a little bit that the, the, what he would go through, you know what I mean? His depressions and stuff like that. And, and so I thought he was okay. He's expressing himself, right? Not like Robin William. He put up a, a face that he's happy and all that stuff, right? He'll make comments here and there, but it wasn't so like the other guy. So I'm thinking to myself, these men are, they're doing their purpose. They're, love, they're, they're successful. Everybody loves them. Everybody follows them. What, what happened there? What do you think? Yeah. Robert William was he was the best one. One I don't of the know, best. That got to me the most yeah. Like, we grew up with him. Yeah. You know? Like it's the Jumanji. And yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and so that one, I was like in shock. And I was like, why? Like you had so much, like still, so much to live for. And right. You still had, you know, you're, you're still very intriguing. 
Yeah, and he had his family, his yeah. kids. They look good. Like, yeah, he's still in demand. Yeah. He's still in demand. But so I don't know really what happened or what made him just, you know, do that. Um, you know, and this is what the tricky is about a, a, a mental illness and, and depression is that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And they, they live, they live so long with it that you know how to mask it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what we have to understand that no amount of money, of, of material, or, yep. or fame, yep. or people that you have around, yep. if you don't have that self love, yeah. if you don't have that you know God with you, that peace, if, yeah, that peace, that inner peace, yeah, you're always gonna feel heavy, mm-hmm. always gonna feel heavy. And I don't know his circumstances, and I don't really want to say that this is what happened to mm-hmm. him, but yeah. Right. Because he knew that his purpose was not to leave this scene. Mm-hmm. His purpose was to continue giving that energy. Yeah. You know, because when people have joy, like true joy and inner peace, they want to make sure that people, other people have it. Yeah. They like, they want to expand it to others, passing yeah. it down. Yeah. yeah. Because we know, you and me know that this world is full of darkness and pain. It is. Mm-hmm. And there is a way, mm-hmm. uh, and that this is not that not, this is not all that there there is. Um, and so, when someone takes their life, they don't have that hope. Mm-hmm. And and when they don't have that hope, then you know what's the point of living? Right. And so, I just think that I you know put it back into spirituality. Like you have to have um, God in your heart. Right. And some people will argue, well, I don't believe in God. I don't believe that you know you know they have a lot of like you know how do you know God is exists? How yeah. Do you know like that's you know I'm not gonna base my my beliefs in something that I don't I'm not even encouraged for. Right. I get it. I understand and I respect their decision, but I know for sure that from your personal experience. From my personal experience, that that only God can fill this hole. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much fame. If you or popularity. Yeah. Then nothing you try to fill it in is gonna help. Exactly. Nothing is going to satisfy. Nothing's gonna stick. Nothing's yeah. Nothing's gonna stick because God is the one that can only do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can search the world from end to well, another end, and we will never find that unless yeah. we find God. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I've always said that God cannot be explained. He could only be experienced, mm-hmm. and only you can have yes. that personal experience with God. Because my experience is not gonna be like yours. It's a, God deals with each individually the way they could respond, the way they'd understand, right? So this is why I never try to explain God. The only thing I say is experience it yourself. And before you knock it down, try it. Just try it. That Right? Like, Yeah, because my language is not yours. So God will speak to you the way you will understand. And, and I feel like God can like really help you get through it right so yeah that's why i'm glad you 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 are talking about that okay so um do you think it's okay well we just kind of talked about that it's more than just spiritual right it's uh, mental it's also a little bit of spiritual do you think it's a mixture or just more yeah and like i mentioned like um i think it's both like because one thing that studies that shows us is that you know mental illness does run in the Okay, yeah. Okay. And you cannot just prove stuff that, you know, going on in the brain. Like, if, if there's an abnormality in, in the brain, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things with mental illness, sometimes uh, we have chemicals that either overproduce or underproduce. Right. And when that happens, you're then unbalanced. Right. right. And so that's, hence, that's, you know, mental illness, anxiety, depression, or maybe other serious yeah. psychological issues. Okay. And so when that happens and there's those issues, then, then like I mentioned, there's more vulnerability because 
those people because now, you know, your enemy, your bad spirit can try to, like, um, you know, dominate yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, then, you know, it, they become kind of puppets. And mm-hmm. they become to whatever they want to be. Um, and so, yes, there is a God mission that's real, and, and we'll continue to see that in, in, our, in our culture. But there's also a spirituality component that, you know, people don't really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And, and social science will never do that. Because of course. Social science is all about what you can measure, what you can prove. Right. And spirituality sometimes you can't prove that. It's faith, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all about faith, which is faith and science is totally opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to believe even when you can't measure it. Right. And so when that happens, it's really important to realize that when you're going to treat someone that has mental illness, don't just take care of the biological aspects. Also implement spirituality. Yeah. Because that's really important. Like mm-hmm. That lady that mentioned that painting mm-hmm. is really nice because I feel like painting is is an art expression of, of even spirituality. Right. Where you can express your emotions and right. paint in color. Yeah. You know, kind of like I like God. that. Yeah. You know, God makes us and, and, and he's colorful and he's lovable and he's all about joy. Right. When we talk about spirituality, it doesn't always necessarily go into a church. Yeah, exactly. It can be a place like going to hiking and talking to God, meditating, yeah. and having a one-on-one with God. Yeah. And, so and that helps to release. That helps to release so much. Yeah. And when that happens, those endorphins, you know, that it, it creates like a chemical reaction. Yeah. And so it's really important that we point out that there's so many other ways to, uh, you know, focus on spirituality. Yeah, for me, the spirituality is not a building. Or for me, spirituality is worshiping God. When you worship God, not praying, because praying for me is like you're asking God, right? But worshiping God is like you're worshiping God, you're not worshiping the problem. So that's why it helps you to connect to, uh, a lot of people like to say a higher power, Mm -hmm. but I like to say that it's connecting you to a source that it's, it's beyond how you are able to, because we are limited to our power. Right, we have powers, but we're limit exactly. But we're limited to that. But God gives us that more anointing that you feel more strong that you can defeat this. Yeah. that's the way I feel. You feel soft, confident. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <It's huge. laughs> loves it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, girl. So that kind of uh, is like the sec- uh, the sixth question that I had. Um, what advice would you give someone who is battling this? Like, and that's what we're talking about, that you, you know, you seek God, not only, you know, therapy, but also, you know. Well, when someone's going through, like, either depression, anxiety, or, um, you know, eating disorders, or cutting, or um, maybe even hearing things. Like, uh, one thing that I notice a lot of people like to listen to, uh-huh. the first oh. thing that you want to do is, you know, I don't want to be quiet. I don't want, you know, I don't want people to know that I'm hearing things. So isolation is dangerous. It's Isolation is dangerous. It is not going to help. Mm-hmm. But it takes, you know, and I think what I want to notice that it takes so long for someone to access help. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, you hear the, you know, you have hit rock bottom to kind of access help. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you realize, okay, maybe my life is unmanageable and I need to I need help. ask for help. Yeah. And so one thing that I do notice is a lot of people, especially in our cultura, like, we we try not to act. We try not to like cry. And mm-hmm. We're so like private people when it comes mm-hmm. to things like this. Super private. Yeah. And when you hear people like saying, you know what, this this world sucks, or there's no point. Or, yeah. Or anything about pain. Anything For me, I'm like, oh my god, what are you going through? But I don't yeah. want to be chismosa, yeah. you know. But I want to ask because you never know what they're going through. Yeah. You know, I think our job as Christians is to is to help mm-hmm. and to really reach out. I'm like, hey. Sometimes that's all people need sometimes. Yeah. It's just to listen. Yeah. Don't talk though. Yeah. A lot of people like to give advice. And you know, talk. you're touching, you're, you're preaching to me right now because I like to talk, but I need to learn how to listen. Yes. Because I'm the type of person, if I see you struggling, I'm like, levántate, calla una yeah. cachetada, right? Yeah. But I need to control myself and be like, listen, good, okay, keep going. Active listening is really essential. Listen to what they're going through, listen to their pain, be empathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, try to see it from their point of view of what they're going through because we're so easily like, yeah. more to it and we have to really listen to them and what they're going through and then having them you know 
have you considered going to a therapist? Have you mm -hmm. considered like this? Uh, do you want to go hiking with me? Maybe yeah. You want to you want to do something that would get them to something out of that world. Yeah. One thing, yeah, exactly. Out of that world, out of that, out of that pattern. Uh huh. Because one thing that you know, addiction or depression speaks is isolation. Mm -hmm. And when you do the same pattern over, over and over, then you then the mind goes like, well, what's the point? Like, I just yeah. want to do for the rest of my life. Yes. And, you know. And so you need to like try to get them out of their house. Mm -hmm. That's really important. Get it out of the house. Shift it because mm -hmm. when you move, like there's something with motion that mm -hmm. helps people. Mm -hmm. Motion is important. Moving to one location to another, it helps. Mm -hmm. There's something let's go shopping, guys. I'm yeah, let's yeah. go shopping. Yeah. Let's go do something. Let's, hey, man, let's do something crazy and silly. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one other part that, you know, is as well, just kind of getting that, that kid in your house. Mm -hmm. and, and it must be because I work with children, but it's really important that one of people go like yeah. Out. Yes. Do something so silly, like eat a pie without your, you know, using your hands. Right. Or doing something really silly that connects you to that childhood, because that little kid yeah. wants to play. Yeah. And it, you need to let it out. And let it's it there. Yeah. And, and that's how you connect to the soul. Mm -hmm. And you do something so cute, and and you just like, wow, I remember this when I was. Where's my bell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm know? like, where's my bell? <laughs> yeah. And you know, people don't talk about that. They'll yeah. Talk about, like, yeah. You're 50 years old. Who cares? Yeah. Do something silly. Yeah. Fishing, yeah. You know? Do something that is going to really feed that energy. Yeah, I like that because I see a lot of people getting stressed and 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 because they're so focused on just work, 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 and then for me it's like, no, you need to balance it out. Get a little taste of fun. Da do a little dance move or yeah. something. Be silly that you're gonna say that you don't take yourself too serious. Yeah. Like sometimes enjoy life. You know that's the way I see it. And maybe, I mean, that, me too, I work with kids. So every time, they, it's funny because when I do something silly in front of the kids, they look at me and they say, I will see, right? Like, because their parents, they don't do that. No. And it's like, no, the kid, be a kid, you have more fun. Yeah. You release a lot of, laughter for me is the best medicine. Yeah. And I think that if, when we can do that and not take ourselves too serious and not too, you know, too cool, whatever, you know, you don't want to show, you know, any type of weakness. I don't know what it is, but yeah. we tend to stop ourselves. It's like, no, dude, have fun. Yeah. That's what life's about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Bible talks about it, the joy of the Lord and talks about victories yeah. and all that stuff. Like it's, it's more than just, you know, getting the money or being stressed or being stuck at home and feeling, no, like loosen up. Yeah. Let's bring light to this little darkness that you have. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm so happy yeah. you mentioned that. I mean, that just fed my soul. Like, mm -hmm. I just love doing things like that. I would yeah. embarrass her. I'd be like, Mom, you're so weird. I yeah. love hearing that. I love it. I, I love, love it, like, yeah. Mom, you're so weird. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I want her to grow up and just think about memories like that. So like, my mom was just really weird. Right, she yeah. Could be, she could be very strict, and I am. Right. And I'm always about, do this, do that, do that. But there, we have to find a moment of our time to just relax and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, totally recommend that. Okay, so I think I'm out of the questions. Is there something you want to add to this? There's so much, that's it's why. So, it's so much, you know, I know it's an area of just continuous um, conversation, but I think that, you know, we'll definitely need more research and we'll definitely need to find out more on how that, what that happens and what helps. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just, you know, feel, you know, I feel like the self is more than emotions and it's more than intellectual. It's a, there's a soul, there's a spirit, there's a kid. And when you question all the aspects of the self, that's when you have a balanced life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's hard sometimes because, you know, a lot of people are doing, you know, go, 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 and just working and paying bills and, and there's a routine in life. But, you know, do some self-care. Do something that you're going to do that's going to feed all those uh, parts of the self. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay, guys. Well, this is what I have so far. My next uh, episode regarding mental health is going to be with my friend Felicita. So stay tuned with that one. So um, and I'll be right back with my final thought. Okay, so for my final conclusion is that I really want everybody to literally kick ass in life, but it all starts in our minds. And this is why I think that having a healthy mental health is important. 
And this is why I'm doing this episode um, to reveal to you guys that everything that comes into play when we feel stuck or we get depressed or anything that you're going through, right? Even God knew that was going to happen. This is why God left us this message on, on Joshua 1.8 that states that to meditate on his word day and night because he knows what we meditate on, it, it, it controls us. It controls the emotion, the outlook, the feeling, everything, our actions, everything. It controls everything. And another scripture that I want to add to this is Philippians 4.8. And it says on things that, it, it kind of gives us an advice on, on the things to meditate on, right? And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commandable, if there's any excellence, anything that is worth of praise, think about those things, meditate on those things. Don't let anything just fall into your mind and take root. Um, so if you feel like you need help, please seek help. Even if it's with a therapist, even if it's spirituality, find help because your life is worth it. You're worth it. Your peace of mind is worth it. That is what controls your whole life and the outcome of it. And I want everybody, every single person to live a successful life, but it always starts in the mind. This is why I always say is the battlefield of the mind. Well, I got that from Joyce Myers, right? But it's true because we can fall for stuff that it will hurt us control us. And I don't want that for you guys. I want everybody to, uh, uh, to overcome this. And I know it's not easy. It really isn't. So I hope and pray that you guys all, um, have the, the, the willpower to kick ass every day. And even if it's working out anything to release any type of stress. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something. Cause I know I did. So I want to thank my guests that came today. Thank you so much. And I have another episode regarding this, but it's, it's going to be more spiritual. It's with my friend Philly. And uh, yeah, this is it. Hope you enjoy it. Have a good day, guys. This is your girl, Lita Rose. I'm out.